All right. Back and better than ever. My voice is going to be a little rough around the edges because it's uh, early this morning. And I took two melatonin last night, which means your boy's groggy. But it also means your boy got some good sleep. Sarah and I got a new bed, and it's really helping out the old lumbar support. I know this is coming out Wednesday, so maybe through the 24-hour news cycle, this might no longer be a thing. But Harry Styles, you Randy Mink, spitting on Chris Pine, allegedly. I've seen the video slow-mo down. I don't even know if he spit on him or not. But you know what? It's it's more fun to think that he did. Because then all of a sudden, Chris Pine's in the middle of this whole thing. We thought it was just Olivia Wilde and Florence Pew 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 and Shia LaBeoufed. So was Harry Styles and uh, Olivia Wilde no longer together because Harry Styles like, mm, this is not great for my brand anymore. Why is Chris Pine in the middle of it? Is Chris Pine now dating Olivia Wilde and that's why Harry spit on him? Or did none of this happen at all and this is the dumbest thing in the world and we have a problem as Americans because we want drama every day? I think it's probably the latter, but um, I like to think that it's not. Let's call Brandi see what she thinks. Got a feeling she has not even heard of this because Brandi doesn't pay attention to uh, anything that's happening in social media or in the world. Uh, bing bong boom. Hi. What's up? I feel like I haven't talked to you in so long. I know. Did you miss me? A little bit. I'm sorry. What you been up to? Just some stuff. <laughs> I don't know what that means. A lot of stuff. It's a loaded question. You know what I did do recently, though, is listen to last week's episode. Oh, you did? Sarah. Oh, yeah. Dang it. I was hoping you wouldn't because I had a whole plan about how I was going to start inserting things. Yes, I know. Dang it. Yes, I know. <laughs> My plan has been foiled. So now I have to start listening to our podcast. Ah, not ideal. That's right. I figured out a way to make you listen to the show. <laughs> I was just talking with the Y of Tears before I called you about the um, about Spitgate and wondering if you even knew what we were talking about. Yes, Harry Styles. Yes. <laughs> How do you feel about Spitgate? I live under a small rock, but you know, like yeah. it's a it's a it's a small enough rock that a little light lets gets let in every now and then, uh-huh. and I kind of know what's going on. Yeah, you're um, in the mines of Kazadum, and uh, they have the light that comes in that they use the reflectors to grow the the bushes. We'll talk about Lord of the Rings later. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, do you have a thought, a theory on the Spitgate? Here's what I know. Tell us what you know. I know that it's Olivia Wilde, Chris Pine, and Harry Styles sitting together. Yes. Chris is in the middle. Yes. But aren't Harry and Olivia dating? I wouldn't look like it anymore. Do, did they break up? I think that's what that means. Huh. Okay, because yeah. I like I was reading so I get all my information through Twitter because I'm old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was You're like an reading, old Republican. <laughs> yes. Only not the last part. But I was reading through just everyone's take on it. Yeah. And I don't know. I know everyone's like, oh, he's joking. It's a joke. But the thing is, it's not that Chris and Olivia are dating, so why would he spit on Chris? I don't know, maybe they are dating. I mean, if they are, get it, girl. I've always had a crush on Chris Pine. Yeah. Hey. If I was a PR agent for Chris Pine, my Captain Kirk. <laughs> Let's stay away from her right now because she's on the decline. Maybe he was trying to spit on her and it didn't reach. That's <laughs> not a good look for Harry if he spits it's on a woman. not a good look, no. I, I don't know. I don't think he spit on anybody. Here's what I know happened. Olivia Wilde has kind of been using this whole like feminist platform which has been great, but then Shia LaBeouf released right. this video that kind of showed that she didn't really care about that. She just wanted to make a movie and make a bunch of money, which is what men have been doing for a long time. But it kind of exposed Olivia Wilde a little bit. And then what I think happened is that I think Harry Styles, has, or his PR people have probably been like, 
this isn't a great look anymore. Uh, let's separate. And he was like, but I've been using her to become a movie star. And they were like, have you seen your acting? It's terrible. And he's like, yeah, you're right. Maybe I should go back to singing. So then he's like, I'm going to break up with you. And then they all had to go to this stupid freaking Venice Film Festival. And it's so awkward because Flo probably hates Olivia Wilde right mm -hmm. now. And then Harry Styles probably like, well, I can't date her anymore because this is bad for my brand. And what is his accent? I don't know. This is what I think Harry Styles sounds like. I don't think that's in my brain. Like. I don't think that sounded like an Australian outback. His next role, he's going to be Australian. <laughs> Anyways, it's just fun because as Americans, this is what we we need this for some reason. We feel the need to dissect every stupid thing in the world. Yes, we do. Which is why we all watch The Bachelor. I know. And you know what? The Bachelor needs to take some cues from Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles because. I'm not sure if I'm digging on what they're throwing out at me right now. Samesies. What do you think the, the issue is? These leads are the issue. That's a big issue is, are the leads. Okay. I just don't think either one of them were, were really like lead material. We, we can get into this after we start the show, but yeah. I've, you know, I've said all season, like I love I do love Rachel and I was, I was actually even starting to like her more and more until this week. I'm a little confused. <laughs> Got it. But, but let's get into it. Cause it's, I, you might not have a lot to say, but I feel like, I'd kind of do okay. about this week, but yeah. Okay, let's start the show. Okay, let's let's start the show. All right, uh, is it me or you? Sarah, Sarah did such a good job last week. Yeah, well, she's starting the show. She's a pro. I know. And yeah. she, unlike you, listens to the show, <laughs> so I she know. knows. Favorite part of your wedding, obvi, was when she did the call out to YFT and her vows. I know. Yeah. Did oh she? My did, God. did she do a ding ding? Is that what she did? She, she she said something about something being her favorite thing, and then she said ding ding, yeah, and no yeah, one yeah. got it but me because no one listens to our podcast. Yeah, well, yeah, I got it. That's good. Jesse Tyler <laughs> Ferguson definitely did. got it. You know, he's a big fan. We all know that. Huge fan. Tony Award winner. Yeah. All right. Do you want to start or do you want me to? Um, I can start. Go for it. Bros and hoes, you're listening to your favorite thing podcast with Wells and Brandy back and better than ever. We've really just been on quite the adventure. Dude, for the past few weeks, I really have. You know, I got yeah. I got married. Do you want to do? Deal. Do you want to do bachelor first? Or do you want to talk about the wedding first? Let's talk about your wedding first. Okay. And like, obviously, did a whole episode about it last week, so we don't yeah. need to like go crazy. Well, but no. I was having FOMO that I didn't get to talk about it with you guys. I know, I know. I thought about that, and I was like, maybe it would be fun to have a third party's like perception of it. But I knew that we were gonna have so much to talk about that, like, I didn't want to have to edit a two-hour yeah. episode. Fair. This is what we kept saying after the wedding when we were on like our little mini moon is that. Uh, we wish we were invited to our wedding because it looked mm -hmm. like everyone was having such a good time, whereas we they were, were. having to take fucking a million GD pictures. <laughs> I know. That's the hardest part about a wedding, right, is feeling like you can't really enjoy it. I feel like everybody kind of feels that way. But, um, I mean, hands down, the most fun I've seen people have at any wedding ever. I mean, usually there's at least a handful of people that are like, oh, weddings. Oh, can we leave yet? Like, mm, you know, and I mean, that was not the vibe. People were partying. It was Liddy Kitty. Yeah. But here's what you did right. Okay. These are the two big things that I, when I go to weddings and they do it wrong, it just like ruins the whole thing. Yeah. Number one. You provided transportation uh -huh. for everybody so they could drink <laughs> and not feel like they had to drive and yeah. whatever, and they could all get to where they needed to go. Big, big thing. And then number two also plays into open bar all fucking night with hard liquor. Yeah. 
You need that at a wedding. I know. You need it. Like, it was perfect. Mm. I had three old fashions at the ceremony, at the reception, feeling great. Then went to the after party, had another drink, was feeling great. And then once everyone started, there was a point at the after party where everyone started to act very strange. Yeah. And I was like, it's time for me to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> so ev- I did dip early. Everyone turned into a zombie at, at they, some point. It was, I was concerned for a few people. Yeah. I was. Everyone had fun. Oh, yeah. Everybody had fun. And like you guys said, like everybody got along so great for, for everyone being kind of from different pockets of you guys' lives. Like everyone, it me- everyone meshed really well. Um, and that probably just like speaks to how great everybody in your guys' lives are, that everyone just gets along, like all great people. And it was a blast. I wish I had more money that we, so we could just keep on, we could do it every year or something like that. But seriously, now I want to go to someone else's wedding. No one else's wedding is going to be that great. I have a feeling. I, I've been, I've been telling everybody like it's hands down the nicest, best wedding I'll ever go to. Oh, thank you. I really, I really think that. First of all, I don't go to a lot of weddings because yeah. they're not really my thing. But yeah, I think it'll probably be the best one I ever go to. We'll see what KB comes out with. Now I feel like she got to go to your wedding and took took a lot of notes, yeah. and she, we'll see what she cranks out. Well, she was like, after going to this wedding, I think we're just going to elope because I'm not sure we can top it. And I'm like, she's like, this seems expensive, and I was like. I think I was sitting next to you and I was like, you got more money than all of us, KB. What are you talking yeah. about? I don't think she'll back down from the challenge of trying to top your wedding. The only problem is that Jason is very fiscally responsible. He's like, his finance mm-hmm. is like his thing. So it's going to, he's going to lose his mind. Yeah. But he also can't like say no to her. So yeah, it's <laughs> whatever she <laughs> yeah, wants, yeah, yeah, she's yeah. going to get. He's just, he's just along for the ride. Let's be fair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Did you uh, get any double D? I did not. Uh, was there any opportunities? Everyone was paired up. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you had fun. I did. It was blast. The food was so good. Yeah. Oh my god. Whatever kale salad was passed around, it's I'm pretty good. sure I had like five helpings of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The miso cod or the miso bass, whatever it was. I think it was sea bass. It was sea bomb. bass. Yeah. It was bomb. I know. I was trying to replicate the uh, the Nobu mm. miso cod. That's that yeah. was that was my note to them, and they did a pretty good job. They did. They yeah. killed it. The band was good. The band was great. Yeah. People also went wine tasting before the wedding. That's why a lot of people ca- oh. showed up on one. Liddy. Yeah. It was the perfect formula for everyone to have a great time. So I'm glad. You, got, and you now, guys should be proud. And now look, I wear a wedding oh! ring. It's so Who weird. Are you? It's so weird. That's so weird. But I did buy a rubber one. You did. I did. I do like this one better than the rubber one, but I went and played. It's pretty. I, it is very pretty. I went and played golf though, and it gave me like a blister. So I'm gonna oh, try yeah. the rubber one just to make sure it doesn't do that. We're married now, so it's pretty cool. So now, like, we don't have sex anymore, and um, <laughs> we watch a lot of HGTV. I think. Yeah, yeah. Maybe like start with like scheduled sex instead of just like cutting it out completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. And then maybe like, do we get like a like a motorhome? When do yes. when do we get? Yeah, we get a motorhome soon. The Sprinter van is kind of the new motorhome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Uh huh. Maybe a timeshare or something. Definitely. Got to get a timeshare. Yes. I'm excited to be married. <laughs> it takes a lot of pressure off you. You know. I bet. Yeah. Because you're just like, um, but it now is... people are going to start pressuring you to have kids, though. Yeah, I know. I think people are going to be cool about it with us because Sarah's working so much right now that it's like let's let's not stop that that mm-hmm. boulder right now because it's got a lot yeah. of momentum. Mm-hmm. It's too bad that Great. I can't have the kid, you know, because I'm not I doing know. a whole lot. That'd be much Ain't better. Than shit. Yeah, I got two shows. They already been filmed, so I got nothing going on for for a while here. That's insane. 
Yeah. Um, oh, last thing, and then we can really be done with the wedding talk. Okay. Both of your sweet parents yeah. came up to me individually, and they were just so nice. They were like, I know we haven't met, but we've just heard so much about you. <laughs> and I've just been asking everybody, like, where's Brandy? Where's Brandy? So I can come say hi. And they were both so nice, and they were just like, thank you so much for doing the podcast with Wells. Like he loves it so much. And I'm just so proud of what you guys have done. And I was like, ah, like that is the cutest thing that your parents are so invested in this podcast. Yeah. They don't listen. That's uh, okay. Cause neither do I. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> but they'll be like, so how do we listen? And I'm like, so there's an, you don't, I was like, yeah, you don't, don't do it. But <laughs> you know, there's an app on your phone that says podcast. And they're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's in there. Yes, it's in there, but it's also like anywhere else you want to find it, but it's in where, so you listen to podcasts where it says podcasts on your phone and they're like, oh, and then what do I do? Then you type in your favorite thing in the search bar and then you subscribe and then you listen every week. That's way too much work for, for a parent. It's like 17 steps. Yeah, no way. Can't no do chance. It. No way. Well, that's good. But they were so sweet. I'm glad. And yeah. Yeah. I do feel like on Saturday though, at the actual like wedding and, and even the reception, I felt like I didn't notice people with their phones out very much, and I liked that a lot. Like, I feel like yeah. everyone did a pretty good job of just, like, enjoying it and being in the moment. Like, yeah, people took some photos and content, but but for the most part, I really didn't see phones out a whole lot, and I loved that. Yeah, I think we scare people because the first night we were like, let's refrain from social media or whatnot. Got it. There was a helicopter. I know. Thank God that helicopter wasn't around during during the ceremony. It that would like, have been terrible. I mean, I would have shot it down with a bazooka. <laughs> I would have been so fucking pissed off. But also, like, there's a part of me that's like, wow, that's cool that like people care that much that they got a helicopter to take mm -hmm. pictures of our thing. Financially irresponsible because it's got to be like five grand to like rent a helicopter yeah. and like fly it around for an hour oh, yeah. and take pictures, you know? Mm -hmm. Can't believe it. And then there was a bogey in the bushes. I know. <laughs> one of, you know, like one of my buddies from like from like Mississippi from like school. So I don't know what to, I don't know what to say. Like, I don't know how to say this to you, but um, there's a guy in a in a tuxedo with a big old lens that's like hiding in the bushes. He's like, I didn't know if I should pose or if I should go knock him out. And I was like, I wish you had gone and knocked him out. That'd have been great. That would have been really good. A great yeah. story. I know, but yeah, he snuck in like a little yeah. spider monkey, like a little ninja. Well, I'm glad you had fun. Had a blast. Mm, and um, yeah, let's do it again sometime yeah i mean i'm not getting married but you know. know we could just start crashing weddings i know let's do that we should just do that kb and jason need to get married because i need to go to another i, I need, know i want to go be litty kitty in this city you know yeah yeah hopefully they do that next year i hope so that'd be a good one all right, YFTers, I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl & Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl & Branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my Bull & Branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash style 
pile and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl & Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code FAVORITE at BowlAndBranch.com. That's Bowl & Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code FAVORITE THING. All right, let's talk about The Bachelor. I, I don't know if we're going to spend a whole lot of time on it. First of all, this is the part of the season that I never care about because it like gets serious and it's no longer fun or funny. And uh-huh. it's, it's just like, whatever. Like, get, get engaged or don't. I don't really care. But we feel bad for Gabby, though, right? I don't. You don't? Mm-mm. Why? A few reasons. Okay. And here's the thing. I get it. The editing of the show is edited to where everything looks a certain way and there's for sure things I don't see. And there's, of course, like... I, it's hard to watch a show and be like, well, this, I, this is, I think this and this and this because there, there's so much I don't know. And and I'll, that's a preface, right? I'll give that as a preface. Like, by all means, there might be stuff going on that I don't see that would change my opinion. But from what I saw on the show, she seems like a classic, like, self-sabotager. Yeah. And I think people that um kind of have that, like, I'm impossible to love mentality um do that self-sabotaging more than somebody that doesn't have that, like going on I don't know because to me it just seems like she's had a lot of good things going she's the reason they're all ending right it's like first of all like the guy with the long hair what's his name I have no idea the first one she broke up with it's like they were sitting on the beach and he's like yeah I'm I'm not it's not that I'm not I don't want to get married like I'm not that I'm not there to be that serious she sends him home okay whatever don't care about you um didn't really see like that much of a connection with them anyway but Jason the real quiet guy Mm -hmm he wasn't saying anything wrong and like I get it this show pressures you to be engaged and as the bachelorette maybe you feel like a failure if you don't get engaged I don't know but for me I would rather leave not engaged with a great person that I have built a great connection with that might actually have longevity in the future than than like just break up with them because they won't propose and ruin it which is exactly what I thought she did the hard part about all of it is like, I really felt like she had such a great connection with Eric and their overnight was so great. And then she goes out, oh, Johnny. Then she goes with Johnny or whatever. And he's like, well, I'm not getting engaged. And she breaks up with him and she's so sad. And then Jason tells her like, I don't want to get engaged. And then she's so, and she's like, nobody loves me. Okay. Uh, yeah. Eric does. Eric's obsessed with you. Yeah. And to the point where he said it felt like you were cheating on him because you wanted to go have overnight to other people. Don't say nobody loves you because you have a, you have a guy that's like worships the ground you walk on that's obsessed with you that that does love you. So don't say that. That's like that's annoying to me. All she could see was, well, these guys don't want to get engaged. Yeah, but they both are saying that they really like you a lot and could see themselves falling in love with you and you and you have great connection. Like, I don't know. Like, if, if it was really one of those two that you were that in love with, like, I don't think that's something you just throw away because you're not getting a ring out of it. That's my take. I'm very, very seldomly critical of production on this show, but I am annoyed about the Jason thing because I imagine that production had an inkling that Jason wasn't ready to be married. Like, that was probably mm-hmm. a storyline that he was like, guys, I don't know if I'm ready to do this. Like, I, this, yeah. is, this is happening too fast or whatever. Um, and they should have caught wind of that before we got to this point, and they should have given him an opportunity to bounce out early so she could have kept someone in there, if nothing else, not to fuck up her chances with Eric because then it's the whole like pilot Pete thing where you're the only one left, so you feel kind of like a reject and not like I'm chosen you, like I have to cho- choose you because there's no one left. Mm-hmm. And that, So I didn't like that because then it's like a default win. 
And though I, I feel like when you watch it, when he has to watch it back, he's going to be like, wait a second. Totally. And so that's my own, my only complaint is that if you knew he was going to be not ready to do it, which is something that like, let's be fair, the show and the leads want, they want to get engaged at the end of this thing. If they knew that he wasn't going to be able to do it, we should have figured out a way to cut him early and kept someone else in there. So there at least was two at the end. Yeah. I guess for me, it's like, I think Jason really liked her a lot and genuinely has a great connection with her and feels like love for her and thinks like in the real world, like if he has the chance to continue to date her, like something could come of it. I don't know if he would have wanted to leave because it's like, just because I'm not ready to get engaged to somebody, I have to break up with them. Yeah. Like, it's just kind of terrible. I don't know. And that's then, my take on that. And then when it comes to Rachel, what are your thoughts? Okay, well, here's the big, like, plot twist on Rachel. Yeah. I'm, like, completely shocked that Zach is leaving saying, like, she's, you know, behind closed doors. Like, she's turned into a different person and yeah. she's not genuine and all this stuff. Like, holy shit, that's, like, quite the plot twist. Yeah. I honestly don't know what happens here. But this whole, like, <laughs> Jesse coming out in a set that's not quite it's put weird. together. So just take a minute, take a breath, talk to your shrink, think about <laughs> it, and we'll be back next week. And we'll release all the information. Wait, what? What the fuck is happening? But so what I think is happening is that I think that she was going to pick Zach. And then Zach pulls her and is like, dude, you are different behind closed doors than you are in front of the cameras. And I feel weird. And she was like, you can't do this to me <laughs> because I was just about to pick you. I can't pick the other guy because I was going to pick you. I don't want that guy. I want you. Hey, I don't know. And so they were like, okay, got to split him up. And then we got to... uh figure out something later because uh, this whole thing could fucking explode <laughs> before we have enough episodes to uh, send to ABC. That's a hot take. What do you think's going to happen? Well, I don't know because I really thought Zach was the little man on the totem pole this week. I thought she, she literally said, I love you to Tino, which I don't get that. I don't get why she likes Tino so much, but <laughs> yeah. um, literally said, I love you to Tino tells Avon she is falling in love with him or something. Yeah. But doesn't say anything to Zach, and I don't know. To me, like her her relationship with Zach was the weakest. So I know, but I don't know. But I'm just so confused because, like, I would have. I don't think I would have thought that about Rachel. Well, and I guess I'm just disappointed. How the turntables have turned because <laughs> she's doing exactly what Clayton did. You know, Clayton yeah. told a bunch of people he loved him. Was in love with them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. I just... Rachel's not getting a very great editor right now. See, I was kind of thinking that Zach is maybe getting set up to be The Bachelor. Well, I think it was supposed to be Nate. It might come from Paradise, if I'm being uh, 100% honest. I could see that, I too. Could, I could see it coming from Paradise. I definitely, like, wouldn't be bad. Like, if Zach is... Because, like, listen... I'm not stupid. Like there is a world where Zach's a piece of shit and just saying this about Rachel because he feels like his relationship is the weakest. And so he's trying to like save himself, turn the tables. I don't know if that's true or not. That could be true or he could be right. And Rachel could be not genuine and she could have been a different person on overnights. I don't know. But if he's being truthful and she was that way and he is going to come out of this like blindsided and heartbroken, I could see how they could turn that to work for him by making him the bachelor because like, he, he does seem so sweet and so genuine. He's so handsome. Like, he does have his shit together. Yeah, but he's boring. He's a little boring. But, like, everybody's boring. I mean, like, that one day where they're at the bar and she was like, do you have a high-pitched voice? I was like, Jesus Christ. If I was... Oh, yeah, that was bad. If I was double dating with you guys, I'd be like, we gotta get the fuck out of here. This is the but lamest conversation ever. <laughs> <laughs> there, have been, there have been some boring bachelors. 
That's true. So Jason's much more boring because he's so quiet. Yeah. And I've always said it's not about the lead. It's about the, the you know, uh-huh. the girls that you so bring. So anyway, I think it's so dumb that they're having two weeks of a finale. One last thing. I feel like the recruiting for people to come on <laughs> The Bachelor and The Bachelorette is getting worse. It is getting worse. I don't know who's writing these. And maybe if like David Spade was doing it, it would be like, oh, yeah, that's kind of funny. But like mm-hmm. Je- Jesse is such a sweet, nice guy. He's not mm-hmm. like a waka waka guy. And so I don't know if it's if it's just coming across as like, damn, that's fucked up. <laughs> but there was one where it was like, you know, he's never going to break up with that other woman. So why don't you just apply to be on The Bachelor? Subcontext there is the married man you're currently fucking is probably never going to leave his wife and his kids for your hoe ass. So you should probably go on The Bachelor. What? Uh, you're not, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty terrible. <laughs> Wait, do we want people who are trying to break up marriages on the show? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. You got some fave things, bro. Oh, man. Bro. Yeah. House of the Dragon. Oh, you're into it. Oh my god, I love it. It's it's almost like Game of Thrones is back. I know. I think it's kind of trash. You do? Kinda. I love it. Maybe I just need some Game of Thrones back in my life so bad that I'm only seeing the good in it. Yeah. But I love the girl that plays Rhaenyra. I, I love do. her character. I like her too. Mm-hmm. I think she's fantastic. I'm very invested in her already. Um, I feel like with any new show... And this is a new show. Like, yes, it's a prequel to Game of Thrones, but it is in itself a whole new show. And I do feel like it takes them a few episodes, if not an entire first season, to kind of like get it together and get it going. So I'm just holding out hope that it's going to get better as it goes and that they'll continue it because I do love it a lot. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I think it's got some legs. In Game of Thrones fashion, only they can make the... Marrying of a 16-year-old to a 45-year-old seems mm-hmm. so much better than the marrying of a 9-year-old <laughs> to a 45-year-old. Because you're, you're watching it and it's like, this is fucked up. He's going to marry his daughter's best friend? What the fuck? Oh, shit. That girl's fucking 8 years old. Okay, yeah, mar- let's, let's marry the best friend. <laughs> yes, she's still 16 and it's still fucked up, but that's much better. They, totally. they, it's so crazy. It is, but was it like that back then? I don't know. Back, this is a different Probably. world. It's on a, it's on a different planet. <laughs> I don't know, but I do love it. But there, I mean, it, there are some are some scenes I just can't watch. Dude, the crabs eating people's faces Ooh, off and stuff. Like, I do like. There's a lot more dragon play this this year, or this. A lot more dragon play. Yeah. And I do I love the villain, the uh, uncle? Rhaenyra's brother. Yeah. Kind of want him. Well, he was in the Queen. He played Prince Philip, I think. Ah. I kind of want him to take over. You, you know. You do. Kinda. I mean, he's more badass. It's either gonna be the little girl, because right now the king's gonna die. Right. Gotta die. For sure. He's a, he's, he seems weak. He seems like he doesn't yeah. give a shit. He seems kind of like can't make a lot of decisions. The uncle steals an egg, wants to marry the whore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you haven't seen this show, you must be like, what the fuck are they talking about? 
wants to marry the whore. Also, you gotta put spoiler alert somewhere back five minutes prior to this. We're gonna get we're gonna get dragged. Yeah, yeah, that's true. The daughter comes in on her dragon and like saves yeah. the day. So it's like, all right, so these are the two alphas. Let's go ahead yeah. and just kill the king right now and the the baby heir because we need to. I well, know. he the baby doesn't die because isn't he? Isn't Aegon, Ter Aegon Ter how do you say his name, Targaryen? Is he the Mad um, King? He might. Or is no, he the Mad he, King's dad? I think maybe the Mad King's dad. Yeah. Yeah. I do I do recall his name from Game of Thrones. I so too. I know he doesn't die because I know he's in the lineage of the Targaryens and all yeah. the history you hear about in Game of Thrones. But if you, I don't, did you watch Sunday night's episode? Yeah. The newest one? Mm-hmm. So our, 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 you know, uh, the uncle, the villain or whatever, the brother, um, he kind he's like, he is badass. He like comes in clutch there at the end of that last episode. I'm with you. It's good. I'm excited to watch it. Like I'm like, Ooh, let's put, put let's put it on. But it's mm -hmm. just not Game of Thrones. Well, no. Yet. But maybe it will be. Mm-hmm. You know? Maybe it will be. In the same vein of fantasy, the new Lord of the Rings, I think is fire. What do you... I I haven't seen it yet. Okay. And uh, I saw you tweet Elon, Elon Musk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need you to tell me what's going on there. Well, so so it's on Prime, right? Okay. Elon Musk said Tolkien must be like turning over in his grave. Because it's bad? I think that's what he's implying, that like what they're uh -huh. doing is they're bastardizing some Tolkien, which they kind of are. It's loosely based on another book that Tolkien wrote, which is kind of like the world building that he made to like explain what happened in The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings, this book called The Samarillion or something like that. Amazon doesn't have the rights to like a lot of these characters and names and storylines and stuff. So they've been like very, very loose on what's happening. I see. A lot of Lord of the Rings... Tolkien purists are like, this is not exactly correct from the books and everything, you know. Who the fuck cares? It's kind of cool, you know. You get to see Galadriel back in the day and you get to see Elrond back in the day and, you know, we're getting more kind of interesting stuff. So anyways, Elon Musk tweeted out that Tolkien must be turning over in his grave and I tweeted back, is this about Tolkien or is this about maybe possibly somebody else? Because Elon Musk has a feud with Jeff Bezos. They don't mm -hmm. like each other. And so I think he's just talking shit because it's on Prime. Right. That makes sense. He's obviously smart enough to know that everyone's going to assume that's what he's saying and maybe it's a joke. For someone who, like, loves Lord of the Rings books and stuff, I think this is fun to watch. It's interesting. It gets you back into Middle Earth and you get to learn more about the elves, which is something you kind of don't really get to in the Lord of the Rings trilogy. I think it's great. Two thumbs okay. up. I'll have to check it out. But if you're not a Lord of the Rings person, you might not like it. But I loved Lord of the Rings. Oh, okay. Then, yeah, you're going to like it. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. I did see some tweet where someone was like, man, you don't realize how fucked up Game of Thrones is until you watch Lord of the Rings. Game of Thrones is like, I'm going to fuck your eight-year-old daughter. And you're like, yeah, okay. <laughs> and Lord of the Rings is like, I'm going to go over to my friend's house and sing a song about potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyways, yeah, Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power on Prime. I, I dig. Your boy digs. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Have you seen Welcome to Wrexham? No, because I watched the preview, because Ryan Reynolds, and it looks like a real-life Ted Lasso, and I didn't like Ted Lasso. Yeah. I mean, it is very much like that, but 
It's real life. It's on FX, but you can also watch it on Hulu. Here's the tag. A docu-series chronicling the purchase and stewardship of Wrexham AFC, one of professional football's oldest clubs, by two Hollywood actors, Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney. Obviously, Deadpool, Ryan Reynolds. And then Rob is the guy from... Always sunny in Philadelphia. Rob like slides into Ryan's DMs or like vice versa. And they basically have like an internet friendship. They don't meet until like halfway through like the second episode. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hey, I want to buy this team. It's the oldest stadium in the world and the third oldest, you know, football club in the world. And they are terrible. And so like the way that soccer or football in England works is it's a pyramid. So at the top, you have the the Premier League, and it's like the best, the best. And then below that, you have the Champions League. And then below that, you have like whatever it's called. And then below that, you have like whatever it's called. And if you're in the top four, I believe, of your league, you get to go up one. You get to Mm -hmm. ascend. And if you're in the bottom four at the end of the season, you get relegated down. Well, this team has been relegated down to like, not even like triple A ball. They're like in Mm -hmm. like soft pitch men's league at the Y. They're so low. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Like they're not on TV anymore. No, like people aren't really going to the games as much. And so it's all about them seeing if they can just like get them up one level and then like one level. I only seen the first two episodes, but so good. And you also get to see what those two guys are like in real life. Mm-hmm. And Ryan Reynolds is Ryan Reynolds always, actually. And love him so much. It's so good. Okay. Big fan of that. So check it out. This is kind of like old news, I think. I watched this weeks ago, but haven't talked to you. Yeah. Did you watch Uncharted on Netflix? What was that about? It's a little bit Outer Banksy, but it's a movie and it's Mark Wahlberg is in it. And like it's Tom like they're Holland. trying to find the tre- the treasure, the shipwrecked treasure or whatever. Oh, yeah. I watched this on a plane. So did I. A while ago. And I think I, we even talked about it. Yeah, remember when I was like, you know, all of these treasure hunting things and they'll go into some like corridor and they'll be like old gears that like are able to like lift the door. And I was like, there's no way that those gears would work after 100 years. Zero chance. Not realistic at all. Yeah. But Uncharted is fun. But cute. But cute. Like if you're a fan of Outer Banks, it's a a cute watch. Yeah. Street smart Nathan Drake is recruited by seasoned treasure hunter Victor Sully Sullivan to recover a fortune amassed by Ferdinand Magellan and lost 500 years ago by House of Moncada. (laughs) Uncharted. It's cute. It was in theaters now. I think it's on Netflix. Got it. Mark Wahlberg. Does he age? I get up at 3.30 in the morning. I work out. And I had a protein shake. And it's like, dude, when do you, you when do you sleep? Yeah. Have you seen The Patient? Yes, the first episode. Or first two episodes, maybe. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. This is on Hulu as well. Hulu's kind of cracking out some shit. They're, yeah, they're killing it. They are cracking Listen, out some Hulu, shit. Hulu, 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 Hulu. Can we please make it possible to download shit onto the iPad for the flights, please? Ooh, good request. Well, I work for Ugh. Hulu now, so I'm going to put that in to somebody. Or at least yeah. they follow they're me on the Twitter. Only, so. They're the only platform you can't do that on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very annoying. I know. So if you haven't seen The Patient, it's Steve Carell, not being funny at all. Nope. Domino Gleeson, who he was in Harry Potter. He was also in Ex Machina. Mm. He was in Frank, which I really liked that movie. And he plays a serial killer in this. Here's the tag. A psychotherapist who recently lost his wife 
finds himself held prisoner by a serial killer with an unusual request to curb his homicidal urges, the patient. This serial killer starts visiting Steve Carell in, you know, in his normal office. And they do a bunch of sessions and it's like not really working for the serial killer. He's like really not able to open up. And then one day, Steve Carell wakes up in a basement, chained to the wall. And the guy's like, we're going to do this in the basement. It's fucking creepy as shit. Yeah, it is. Really good, though. Really good premise. I love Steve Carell in this role. Yeah, he's a very good actor. Yeah. This guy's good at being kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I'm into it. It's Me too. Something I'm very excited about. I just have a real quick bone to pick with like all streamers. Okay. Hey, all streamers, can we stop making it so hard for me to exit out of you? You press like exit, exit, exit. And then I'll be like, do you want to exit? If you want to exit, go to settings. Are you sure you want to go? Trying to leave a streamer is like trying to leave a casino. There are no... (laughs) There are no like available exits anywhere. It's confusing. They don't want you to leave for obvious reasons. But listen, sometimes I got to jump from Netflix to Hulu to mm-hmm. HBO mm-hmm. to DirecTV. Can I just fucking leave? <laughs> Dear Lord, do you know what I'm talking about? I do. <laughs> I do, I know. Uh, that's good. Yeah. Um, I have a bone tick. Okay. Hey, people that fly in the middle seat. Yeah. I hate to be blunt, but uh-huh. you're either too cheap yeah. to pay for your seat ahead of time. Or you waited too long to check in on Southwest, and you're in the C group. Yeah. And neither one of those things are my problem. <laughs> so when my best friend Kirsten, who travels with me everywhere, and I sit on an aisle in a window seat in a row, yeah. and we talk over you, yeah. who sit in the middle seat, Ooh. and you ask, oh, do you guys, um, I can scoot over if you guys want to sit together. No. no. We do not. Uh-uh. No. I do not. Want to sit in the middle seat. I did not pay extra uh-huh. to get to board early or slash I did not set an alarm on my phone to check in at exactly 24 hours before this flight so that you could sit by the aisle or the window and I had to sit in the middle seat. I'm going to talk over you because that's my bestie mm. and we paid good money to sit in these seats and you fucked up by having to sit in the middle. So no, <laughs> don't ask me if we'd like to sit together. The answer is always going to be no. Hard no. Hard no. I mean, you guys could have both been aisles next to one another. Sometimes we do that. Yeah. Sometimes we do that. I'm with you on that. I do feel pretty strongly that if you are the middle seat, if you're cast the middle, you get both the armrests. Absolutely. I always give up the armrest. Yeah. Just because I show my friend a funny TikTok video, don't ask me if we want to sit together. The answer is no. 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 Hard pass, lady. Yeah. I got a bone to pick. Okay. Hey, hotel doors, can we not be so fucking heavy all the time? (laughs) Why do you have to be 700 pounds and then also have the mechanical arm that tries to shut the door? Why can't it just be an easy opening door? You got to sit there like a schmuck holding it open for like the guy that's bringing in the room service. Or you're trying to bring in your bags and you're like holding it with your one foot and you're like, motherfucking door, 700 pounds. (laughs) What, What was happening? I don't know. And then the bell guys, they've always got like this little mechanism that they put in the door to keep it open. Yeah. Why can't we have that? You know, it should be like on the key or something. Yeah. I know you want to probably keep people safe, but it doesn't need to be a bank vault door. Mm-hmm. Anyways. I have something else to say. Okay. Did you know that California passed a law? It's not going to go into, into effect for like 10 years or something where mm-hmm. they're basically not allowing the sale of gasoline vehicles anymore. By like uh, 
2034 or something like that. Something like that. Yeah, yeah exactly. You won't be able to go buy a, like a, a car unless it's hybrid or electric, I'm, I'm guessing. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I have I, I sold my Jeep uh-huh. on Instagram, by the way. Great place to sell a car. Really? Sold my Jeep, ordered a new Jeep. Of course, mm. it's going to take four to six months to get here, which is fine. Um, so in the interim, I am driving my sister's Tesla. Uh-huh. Hate it, first of all. Hate oh, it. Interesting. A lot of things I hate about it, but it's really not as cheap as they like you to think yeah. to drive a Tesla. Mm-hmm. I don't have a charger at home because it seemed silly to pay $1,200 to install the charger when I'm only going to drive the car for a few months. Fair. So I've been using these Tesla superchargers at Target. Yeah. And it's like 24 bucks to yeah. charge the car completely. Well, that is cheaper than the $100 that I put into my car, but... Yes, but your car's huge. This is a tiny car. So Very a fair. gasoline car the same size as this one... Probably wouldn't be that, make maybe 40 bucks to fill up. I get like maybe 350 miles at best on one charge in the Tesla. So it's really about the same as like, a you know, same mileage you'd get on one tank of gas. And it's really not that much less. All that to say, I just don't know, maybe by 2034, I, I hope to God they've that electric cars have come further. But as of right now, it's not that much cheaper to drive an electric car, y'all. Yeah. Well, I did see something that was pretty funny. It was in California. You know, they've made this rule. And listen, we should start getting away from fossil fuels and start figuring out how to use electricity. But then it was also, but don't charge your car during the middle of the day when we're at peak hours because the grid can't handle it. And it's like, well, make up your mind, I guess. You know, do you want me to get an electric car or not? You may think that global warming isn't real. And maybe it's not. But let me tell you something. It's a fucking 111 degrees here in Los Angeles right now. It is so yeah. hot. I went and played golf the other day. I got heat stroke. No, yeah. This is not a joke. I got heat stroke. I woke up the next day. Couldn't see very well. Oh, God. I was like, it was really, really scary. I like couldn't drink enough water. It is so freaking hot. We got fires going on everywhere around here. Yep. I don't know. Let's figure out something to let's cool this bitch down. All right? Mm-hmm. Agree. Even if it's not real, let's figure out a way to make it cooler. I agree. Too hot. Way too hot. I'm over summer right now. I'm over oh, it. Oh, I've been over it. I'm you know, over I don't love it. summer anyway. Yeah. You know, once kind of, I think once June ends, I'm done with summer. Mm, same. It's weird because I think summer like starts in June, but like I'm it does. done, you know, because summer really starts for me. It's like starts in May. Mm-hmm. I need two months of summer and then I want to get back. To, uh, give me some fall, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You should, really, you should really move to Montana. I feel like that's kind of the vibe there. No, because I the reason why I moved to Los Angeles, other than like for my beautiful wife and like my career, is because fall, winter, spring in Los Angeles is just tits. It's the bee's <laughs> knees. Yeah. It's the summer where you're like, Jesus Christ, it's hot. Unless you live in Malibu or in Santa Monica where it's like coastal fog coming in being nice. So, yeah. I don't know. I'm complaining about living in the nicest place in the world. But I just need it it's to be ridiculous. not so hot right now because yeah. my ball sweat is mm. too much. That is TMI. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <sighs> all right. Anything else? I think that's all I got. You got some musics? I do love that new Nicki Minaj song. It's called Super Freaky Girl. You got to play just the chorus of it. It's, the lyrics are insane. I can lick it, I can ride it while you slip it and slide in. One thing about me, I'm the baddest alive. He know the prettiest bitch didn't come until I arrive. I don't let bitches get to me, I fuck they man if they try. I got a princess face, a killer body, samurai mind. They can't be Nikki, they sound stupid, I just laugh when they try. A thong bikini up my ass, I think I'll go.
for a dive. His ex bitch went up against me, but she It's too good. She's good. Just when you think Nikki is done, she comes with the fire. Yeah. Speaking of people named Nikki, Nikki Champagne's got a new Nikki Champagne. Got a new track that I was like, wait, what? Honestly, like I I just I I don't know how she continues to get more and more sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she does. But this one featuring is it is it Ben Gibbard from it uh is. from Death Cab? It sure is. So yeah, your sister Noah Cyrus, who nicknamed herself Nikki Champagne, I think on the first episode we ever did. Yeah, it's really stuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so if you're wondering who the fuck we're talking about, we're talking about Brandy's sister. But she's got a new song out with Benjamin Gibbard from Death Cab, and I came up my release radar, and I was like, wait, Nikki Champagne's doing a song with Death Cab? Like, pretty cool. Fuck yeah, dude! Great collab. This is uh, every beginning I can't ends. Remember the last time. That's true. Someone who just got married, it's true. You gotta wake up every morning and choose to love them because love's hard. You gotta work on it. Young Nikki did a, I think it was Rolling Stone interview and and said in her interview that I introduced her to get I introduced her to Death Cab. Oh, back in the day. It was probably Lightning One Hundred, but uh, you know it's fine. Mm, I don't think she listened to that. Okay. I think she was too young for like actual radio. Really? I think so. Like, I, I don't think Noah was really much of a radio gal. By the time she got her driver's license, it was all about like streaming. Not to burst your bubble, but you know. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick stick with it. What you got? That was my my pick. Was your sister? Oh, that was that's all yeah. you got. That's that's really all I got. Uh, I was right. l- looking at see see if we had some fuck you very muches. Oh. See, this one comes from Kaylee. Uh, subject line, a new F you very much. Five stars. Thanks so much. I recently told my husband, quote, I think I have the bubble gut, end quote. The look on his face was confused and disgusted. I had lunch at a questionable food truck and things ended poorly. But if it wasn't for Wells, I would have never used that term. And F you, Wells, for dropping tea that people hooked up at your wedding. So you need to drop the tea if Brandi was one of them. Mm, she I was, wish. She was not, I don't think. I was not. Yeah. All right, here, this is from Heather Moe. Love YFT five stars. You guys are one of the best parts of my week. Aw, thank you. Brandi, I gotta know, if Nate is the bachelor, would you go on the show? All love from your neighbors in Memphis, and congrats to Wells and Sarah, best couple ever. Um, I do love Nate. Mm -hmm. Would you go? Uh, I think the only way I would go on the show is if I was just the bachelorette. Yeah, but you can't skip the line. Technically, you can, because Matt James did. That's true. So that's the only way I would do it. I know. But I do love Nate. If you want to leave us some fuck you very much, just please do. Just do make sure it's five stars. Use like the subject line like fuck you very much. And then uh, tell us what your problem is. And we'll probably read it on the show. <laughs> your problem. Yeah. What's your problem? <laughs> Everyone's got a problem. You know? <laughs> Ain't that the truth? I got a laundry list of them. Mm-hmm. All right. We got anything big coming up? Mm, I got a horse show next week. Where at? Here in town in Nashville, actually. Oh, cool. 
little hometown show. And then actually I'm playing in Las Vegas September 24th Dope. at Light Night Club. So if you find yourself in Vegas, it's also iHeartRadio weekend. Oh, yeah. That weekend. So if you're going to iHeart Festival and you're looking for the after party on Saturday night, it's at Light Night Club. And I'll be there. Nice. Um, super exciting. I love it there. And then, you know, we're not far from Halloween. I know. I'm very excited about it. I, I was driving yesterday and I saw a Halloween town, you know, and mm-hmm. I was like, oof. We're there. Yeah. We're there. I'm so pumped. Party like, city, holy. baby. Yeah. Sarah and I have such a good costume this year that she was like, do you want to have a party at our house? And I was like, no, we need to go somewhere <laughs> where there's photographers. Oh, yes. We need to get paparazzi. Yes. We need to go somewhere and arrive. So yeah. I'm excited for Halloween. I'm, I'm just excited for like the, be, being cold. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe I am a pumpkin spice boy, and I didn't know oh. it. Maybe. I mean, I don't like pumpkin spice. It's really Me just, either. I think it's nutmeg and cinnamon, but I think I like the season. Yes. And I am a big sweater guy. Mm, you are. You love a cardigan. Sweater weather. Yeah. Sweater weather. Tomorrow, I'm going to uh, the SIP, Mississippi, playing oh. my college golf tournament. And Cute. lo and behold, Ben Higgins was invited. Because of my bachelor party, so he is going to meet a bunch of uh, degenerates from Mississippi, and we're rooming together, but I'm not sure if we're going to be on the same team, so there might be a lot of, like, Ben versus Wells content, or there there might be a lot of, like, Kumbaya, Ben and Wells are going to do this thing (laughs) together, so we'll see. Either one of that sounds pretty good. Yeah. Don't forget, I know we're still a little bit away, but on the 19th, Best in Doe comes out on Hulu, and on the 27th, Bachelor in Paradise comes out. Damn. So, you know. A lot of wells coming out too much, on the TV. Too much wells. So, yeah. All right. Well, glad to have you back on the show. Missed you last week. Thanks. Yeah. I missed you. The week my mom was on, oh, my God, she was doing this like every five seconds. Yeah. I was like, Mom, you, I, you gotta stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nightmare. I, know, I gotta go listen to that episode. It's, it's something. Yeah. I did a pretty good Wells impression, though. Did you? Yeah, when I was like uh, reading the description of a show, I was recommended. Just do recommending. The, the I was voice. doing the Wells voice. Yeah. And I, I did okay. All right, I'm proud of you. Uh, all right, Y of Tears, we love you. Love y'all. See you next time. Bye. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.